The Big Small Business Show is proudly brought to you by Saika. Choose a difference maker, choose a chartered accountant. The following show is proudly brought to you by MTN Business. It's go time. Everywhere you go, MTN. Welcome to the Big Small Business Show, the show for all our fantastic entrepreneurs doing some incredible stuff, some very interesting stuff. And one of those entrepreneurs is in studio with us today. Rooftop gardens are still slow on the uptake in South Africa, but one young man decided to take the leap. My guest in studio today is Kaya Maloney from AfriLeap. Let's have a look. Leap is an urban agricultural rooftop business that grows hops hydroponically for the pharmaceutical, craft brew and cosmetic industries. Because it's not grown within the Gauteng province, owner of the company Kaya Maloney explains where he saw the gap in the market and why he chose to produce hops. The reason why I chose hops is specifically because it was an industry that I felt was in desperate need of innovation. Hops uh, use a lot of water, uh, they're not grown locally, uh, they use a lot of waste and, 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 and they're basically not sustainable for, future, for environmental factors. And there's no option in South Africa for people outside of Georgia and the Southern Cape, outside of the SAB, so I created it uh, so that I could basically give people an option. Afrileap was registered in the year 2011, but the business has only been operational since 2020. Kaya has three permanent employees, including himself, and an annual turnover of just above 100,000 rand. Due to the small scale of business operations, Kaya explains what his business challenges are with regards to this. Because I'm using such a small scale, um, that becomes a problem because uh, the cycles, if hops harvest every three months hydroponically uh, as opposed to one year, uh, it's still an advantage. Uh, traditional farming is about one year, 12 months uh, growth cycle. I manage to grow them every three months and harvest. Uh, there's still that waiting period in between. So scale and funding for opportunities to scale, having another farm is probably uh, the main, main uh, challenge, I would say. With the business still within its infancy, Kai would like assistance in business acumen and to help improve AfriLeap's financial model. The financial model is, is something that I've worked on and, and would say is something that I'm interested in improving every day uh, because farming is a, a, a numbers game more than it is a passions game. So, so from Elon, I'd like to find out what types of things I should be looking at in terms of like to scale the business and grow the business in terms of funding and investment. Welcome Kaya. Thank you, thank you for having me. Alan. Okay, so le let me start off by being um, very forthright. Right. So the reason why you are on a rooftop is because it's cheaper land. Um, one of the reasons I'm on cheaper land, I would say, is because... I, is, is that right? I, is it cheaper land? Uh, it's cheaper than traditional farm, I would say. So it is cheaper, it's more accessible, it's closer to the directly the market uh, which I provide a cater to. So it's cheaper in that sense. And it makes sense to have it on top of a roof town 
near where the craft brewers are than to be all the way in the Southern Cape and still have logistical uh, things that I have to deliver to the end user. Yeah. Okay, so you bought this business, right? Mm -hmm. What did you see in it? So uh, I wouldn't say I bought it more than I uh, got funding to create it. Okay. I got uh, different government institutions like Whipseed, like uh, with the UAI program and uh, Ndalo Seed just entering competitions and being fortunate enough to win it. Uh, but what, what I saw is just like uh, a way to, to revolutionize the entire industry. And I think that's what drew me to that thing because that's the ethos of basically my company, to revolutionize, uh, innovate, yeah. So, so how do you get the rooftop? How do you tell me how you secured that rooftop uh, from the landlord and why can't you do, you speak about small scale, what's preventing you from doing two or three rooftops? So that's the, the end goal, to get to three, to have as many rooftop gardens, be the biggest uh, hop producer hydroponically in the country, uh, the continent as well. Uh, but it starts with this, with a small experiment. And how I got it is, is I entered an incubator, an urban agriculture incubator uh, by WIPSI and uh, it was sponsored by different arms of government, National Treasury, Jobs Fund, uh, Constitutional Hill. So I chose the specific site uh, because it was in a place where that also had um, inner city schools uh, so kids could actually see uh, urban agriculture being done by someone that actually looks like them and not having to travel so far and being uh, in the sun, for example. Uh, just thinking that that farming is laborious and intense. It can make it cool and also make it fun and look cool. The Let's call it internal agriculture, when I say internal under, under roof, um, hydroponics and vertical uh, growth uh, platforms, and I've seen it in big warehouses uh, in the US in particular, is has a huge uh, uh, uptake right now, except for the, the cost of electricity. Are you still using solar? Uh, so the reason I... I that's one of the reasons why I haven't scaled up to about six, seven, eight farms or looked for investment at this moment uh, to do that. It's, I'm trying to get my numbers to a point where I understand them, where you can wake me up in the middle of the night and ask me what, how many watts I use per cycle, how many. And uh, these are, are still things that I'm learning to do. Um, there's been so much support, tremendous support, even from uh, universities with their solar and energy uh, consumption divisions, the way they're helping me put solar panels and roofs in, in order to mitigate the use of electricity. All right. I mean, the, the, the insert asks for business acumen. They're certainly in, in three minutes or four minutes, I'm not going to be able to, to do that. <laughs> but let me tell you how I would think about it, and I'm sure you are because you've asked the right questions. For me, it's about getting to the concept of unit, right? What is the unit of reproduction? And I'm not talking about the hops plant per se, but what is the unit of reproduction, meaning what's the ideal size that replicates um, profitably with the right combination of labor? So let me, let me give you an example. Let's say you had a rooftop, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to get all the square meterage incorrect right now, <laughs> no but problem. just by way of example. But let's say you get a rooftop that's 200 squares or 300 squares, and 300 squares requires uh, two people to look after. But uh, if it was 300, uh, you, uh, you would, or 400, it would be, if it was from 200 to 400, it needs three people. And you find a rooftop that's at 300. So two people can't do it, only three people can do it, but one's 
not efficient. Once one person is, you know, could effectively do another hundred squares. Yeah, yeah. So that has a massive impact when you when you roll that out on scale. That has a massive impact on cost. So you are trying to understand both from a square meterage and from a height and from all those points of view, um, what is the perfect unit per labor, mm. perfect unit per something. You're trying to work that out now, and and you. Uh, once once you've got that right, then it's about okay. Here's the here's the unit, and now I want to replicate that. Then w once th then you've created the case, the user case, or the uh, the the MVP or the minimal viable product. That's the product that you are wanting to sell. When you go to an investor, when they understand that you've uh, may understand from an efficiency point of view that you will never, for example, take anything less than 200 and never n n n only work in units of 100 squares or 123 squares or whatever you've worked it out. Once th they understand that you understand that, then uh, then money isn't an issue. Okay, mm. that that's the first place because I, as an investor. That's the first thing I would test for you to say, have you got found that efficient space in the model? Because in every model, there's always that, that point where it becomes inefficient again. And until you know that unit, you won't find investors. So that's the first place, that what, what we call the uni unitized model. That's the, f that's the holy grail for you okay, that you have to find. And then within that, then you understand the the concept of uh, electricity cost, the water cost, and all the other ancillary costs, uh, etc., which comes into that. But like water cost is, uh, for what I understand, would be irre irrelevant to the size that of, of the, the yeah, unit yeah. because it will be per square meter. Mm. It'll just roll out. Labor will be the one thing that is affected by it. Um, perhaps infrastructure um, cost in terms of um, the amortization of a unit this size, or if it's you know 15% more, is minimal in terms of the cost per plant or per per output, etc. That's the holy grail that you're looking for. So I, I, once you've got that, once you are, are on that, then it's about right. Then you focus on the uh, other efficiencies. Then you're starting to look from innovation. And I love you. You spoke about looking to innovate and make it exciting. Then it's about well. How do I get the cost down per or from electricity from X to half X or three quarters X per square meter or per 10 square meters? Then you can start working on the other things. But what investors are, are, are always weary about, if you're starting to look at how do I drop the cost of electricity down by there first, and you don't know your unit cost, you're focusing the wrong step one. Mm -hmm. So it's the step one, effectively what I'm trying to get across to you in a, probably a very verbose way is, is the sequence of how you're trying to solve the problem is important. The problem is the, the problem to solve first is the unit cost. Mm. After that, it's about the efficiencies and everything else. So that's all we've got time from, uh, for. Uh, we're certainly not going to be able to transfer business acumen, acumen <laughs> in three, three minutes, but I strongly suspect that there is some, uh, a lot of gray matter. Uh, that uh, is between those ears, and you'll work that out all for yourself. Thank you. You're just being too humble. <laughs> uh, on that note, we'll be right back straight after this.
everywhere you go. MTN.